It is April 29th. I just had to check that. April 29th, fellas. We're back in the studio. Kobe Manzo. We got Tyshawn King, Jimmy Martin with us. Fellas, I'm, back I'm, in the nation. I'm excited. Best back in the nation. Tyshawn. I, gotta, I forget every time, bro. I That's forget okay. every time to introduce you like that. You're going to get it right. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to get it right. Fellas, I am, I'm excited to be in here tonight. Me too. Studio looks perfect. As, as always, it was oh, perfect. Thank as you. Always. You know what? Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate oh, that. Course, but fellas, we've got a we've got an awesome episode coming up for the listeners and watchers. If you're watching us on YouTube today, um, our guest is Jack Gilchrist, redshirt freshman defensive lineman from Grand Valley State University. How about a, the conversation with Jack we have today? Hell of a conversation. Dude was fantastic. I for mean, sure. just a good dude. For sure. Overall, great, good great dude. Kid. Um, great but kid. other than that, after we talk to Jack, we will go on to talk about the draft. Round one of the NFL draft was last night. Round two is going on right now, correct? Rounds yeah. two and three tonight? Yeah, round two say? and three. Two and three. Let tomorrow, me get the approximate. Then. We on uh Falcons on the on the clock. Okay, Falcons on the clock. We don't know what pick. Are we, what are we, like, are, are we round three now? Or is it round two, pick 26. Okay. Falcons on the clock. Okay. So getting towards the end we're going to talk about round one of the draft more so tonight because we have all that information. There were some huge trades on draft night that we're going to cover, fellas. AJ Brown, Hollywood Brown are the two that we really want to focus on. Are there some other ones that you... Uh, I think it was nine trades. Nine trades. I'm talking about uh, big player sure, trades, players. though. Players, but yeah. That was, I think that's the most trades in a round. It was interesting, man. It was interesting. The Lions got a big one that we're going to have to talk about. Um, And we'll talk about who did the best, at least from from our standing on on, on draft and to break down the Lions draft for you guys. But uh, another thing that I want to talk about draft night-wise is who had the best draft uh, draft night fit, excuse me, whose outfit made the biggest biggest splash, biggest impression. So we've all got our picks for that. Um, And, fellas, you guys guys actually picked the same guy, which kind of sucked. I made you you pick another one. I picked him first. So So. It's okay. It's okay. You're still confident. With well, I, went, I went back, and you know what I'm saying. Okay, you I just forgot because that was that's that was my favorite player in the whole draft. You know, so it's easy was, for me to say that. No, 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 no. Jameson Williams. Oh, Jameson was okay. Then was you, my, okay. You know what I'm saying. And then I, I went you. back. I'm like, no, nah, Shuddy was sauced up. <laughs> Sauce was sauced up. And y'all gonna see. For sure, we gotta we're do a poll. See, who so, you think? Yeah, we're gonna have to do a poll on who had the best draft night fit. So stick around for that. And finally, uh, the Giants have declined Daniel Jones' fifth year option on his contract, so he. Um, it's really going into a prove-it year for himself in New York. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do, do with him. Do or die is definitely the way to put it. Um, but, Jimmy, what's with the uh, the sunglasses on tonight, pal? Can you break me through what, what is the <clears throat> thought process with the sunglasses? What are you, you know, doing? You I, look, um, look kind of like a doofus with the sunglasses I'm making on. a fashion statement today. You know, I uh, I was picking out my outfit. I got my Devin Booker jersey on. You know, I'm not – I wouldn't consider myself a Suns fan, but um, – we have, me and my buddies at home, we always did like a jersey exchange. Okay. And, um, shout out to Michael Slupski if you're listening. He got me this jersey. Shout out Mike. But you, I, you, I, look I got like a, it. you kind of look like a doofus with sunglasses on. Uh, you know. I, uh, you, take it, you just take it? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of like them. I'm, I'm rocking with them. They, I think they match my shirt pretty well, actually. So I think they match I think they match all right, too, actually. Yeah. I think uh, they match pretty well. Yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes it gets bright. These lights are bright. Oh, the lights are very bright. I can't yeah. blame you. They're coming in handy right now. Sure, yeah, y'all look like some clowns with glasses on. We look like inside. clowns. It's like we 9 o'clock. We look like clowns right now. Y'all look like clowns. These lights are bright. No. I ain't trying to hear none of that, dude. It's 9 o'clock at night. Y'all got on glasses. I wear my sunglasses <laughs> at night. So, so I can. So I can. I don't no, know, no, none of that. No I copyright intended. I don't got no recollection of nothing y'all talking about. Ty, Ty was not rocking with we pitched we pitched the idea before the pod. Ty was not rocking with it. Ty, you can't get in on a little sing along, bro. What's up with that? Sly, I don't know none of that. Right. I wear my sunglasses at night because I can. So and that record, that record, probably nine times platinum. Oh, Pro- yeah. Probably. Oh yeah. 
Probably. Uh, not I, not, I, not I by actually, you. Not I don't, by your no, doing. I don't know who sings it, but it's just an iconic song. When exactly? Is, is. Never heard it of that. It is, bro. Oh, but come on. Fellas, yeah, as always. Hold on. You, you just hear what Ty Jones said? What he said? He said he never heard the Sunglasses at Night song before I sang it today. <laughs> That's a lie. You're lying, to, you're lying to us right now, bro. I swear on my Lord. All right, bro. All right, bro. All right. All right. As always, everyone, you can uh, you can watch this episode on YouTube. If you are, you just saw that little our little gag with the sunglasses. So check us out uh, on YouTube at Division One Rejects. But otherwise, you can listen pretty much anywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Follow us on Twitter at D One Rejects and on Instagram at Division One Rejects, fellas. Big piece of news for us too. If you are watching on YouTube, we've got timestamps. Tyler, you might be asking, what are timestamps? Man, that's professional. That's real life. You get to what you want to see. Exactly. If y'all coming out here to only see us talk about the draft, you got that. You can go to the draft. If you look in our YouTube description, I got timestamps where all the conversation is. You go right to the conversation you, you want to hear. You know my boy Jack. He finna tell his mom and his daddy that he was on Divisional Rejects. <laughs> and if they want to, they could go on YouTube. They can fast forward. Only watch his, the interview and get up out of here. All right. Shout out to Gil Chris. We love him. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out Come to on, Jack. Man. Shout out to Gil Chris. So we, 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 we more professional. We, we get we. it together. You know what I'm saying? We get it together. What were you saying, Joe? So video-wise, actually, we're not only on YouTube. So I, I was actually on Spotify the other day. Our yes. video is on Spotify. You also. are correct about that. Yeah. So our, spot, our Spotify, uh, the video actually does get transcribed onto Spotify now. So you can watch our podcast on Spotify if you are listening. Just pull open the app, and you'll have our sweet, smiling faces on Spotify yep. as well. And I would recommend uh, to the audience to uh, just flip the phone this way, horizontal. You're horizontal? Gonna get a, you're going to get a better oh, sorry, picture. The camera's on you now. Do the, do the motion again. The camera's yeah, on you now. You're going to have to go from like here to yep. get it to like that. Landscape. Yeah. From portrait to yeah. landscape. Yeah. I like it. Just I turn like the phone it. sideways. Yeah. I don't know why dude guys are doing all that. With <laughs> hey, just turn I, the phone sideways. I was just making sure. I was just making <laughs> sure. Look, here it go. Turn the phone from here. Like, so yep, here, yep. That's, that's where you're gonna get the best picture. Oh, but so. fellas, we can uh, we can get right into this one. Um, but before we do get into all that exciting NFL draft talk, let's get right into this interview with our boy Jack Sparrow. Joining us now is redshirt freshman defensive tackle at Grand Valley State. It's Jack Gilchrist. Jack, brother, good to have you on here, man. Seriously, good to have you back on here. I should say you're one of our you're one of our first guests, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm like with Burton now. I'm a reappearing guest. Yeah, now you're consecutive. Now when we had uh we had Burton on um the Saginaw Valley uh, with offensive line coach, offensive coordinator, I gave him I gave him the title of friend of the show. I'll extend I'll extend to you the same opportunity. Uh, that sounds good. I listen Let's to it, go. so I'll take it. Friend of the show, Jack Gilchrist. All right, I'm set with that. Now uh I gotta ask, Jack Sparrow, that's the Instagram name right now. Is that an actual go to nickname for you? What's that all about? No, nah, I just thought it was cool because I like uh Pirates of Caribbean, but uh justice for Johnny Depp, you know what I'm saying? That's a, hey, we're with that here, right? We with the we with the Johnny Depp case. We following along with that, fellas. I, I was, you know, what I'm saying I ain't with nobody that would be no women. But like as I see the case, like Whoa, I don't know what she I'm was like, talking about. Uh, hey, hey, hey. I don't know. <laughs> so now, now <laughs> Team Johnny Depp. At first, when it there we go, out, you know, what there saying? we go. Hey, you gotta, you gotta there we go. Women. He came around, but now he came I'm, around. I'm team Johnny, I like that. Now Jack, um, another thing too. I'm looking on the Zoom here. And, of course, you know I do my research before these episodes. And some of these pictures, you've got the more recent ones, you've got the buzz. But you're rocking the flow for a little bit. What happened? What was what was the mindset? What changed? What, when did we get rid of the long hair? Oh, yeah. I don't know where you're finding these pictures at, but that's funny. But, um, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You're definitely – yeah. Uh, so, when I first showed up on the campus, like, e even through that summer, I don't even know. But I, I definitely was going for the long hair to look older when I first got there. Okay. Probably. And then in that first spring ball, I was just like, like it, the hair was just getting in the way. And I actually had a play where uh, like 
my uh, headband came down in my hair and I couldn't see. And I got absolutely reamed by our D-line coach. And uh, so I was like, yeah, that's it. So then I just went home that weekend and I told my mom, like, uh, do whatever you want. And so she just gave me the blood. <laughs> yeah, it looked horrible. It was bad. That's awesome, dude. I mean, that that was it, huh? You got on the play. The hair was the cause of it. Went home. Mom, mom is the uh, the go to barber then. No, no, she found some clippers in the bathroom. <laughs> but she, but she did the cut. Yeah, yeah, it was bad, man. That's that awesome, dude. Um, and we've talked, we've talked a little bit, but I guess going back over year one, tell me what year one, because you know we're the same class and not having that that COVID year. Tell me what year one on the field was like for you at uh, GV, I guess, in kind of a, a short summarized way, how would you describe it? Uh, well, yeah, no, I, I've listened to the other, other podcasts where you guys are talking about, like, now we're, we're starting to be the older guys, and it's funny, like, it's true. Yeah. I've um, been talking to other people about that, but um, it, it was cool, man. I, you know, you you, um, you fight your way up. You try and, you know, try and beat people out or whatever you got to do to climb the depth chart, and before you know what you're playing, and um it was cool, you know, it was like throw, getting thrown into a blender, but, you know, it, oh, yeah. it, it did go by fast, but it was cool. It was good to be a part of it and had a lot of older guys as part of that D-line, so it, it, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I feel you. And that and that number of snaps for you and those number of plays you're making, I expect all that's just going to go up. How do you see uh, your role increasing in that D-line room? Um, yeah, well, we've had some guys, some guys leave, and, and regardless of where – where you're at in D-line, like if you play or you're in the two deep, like yeah, I don't, I would assume it's for most places like this in the black. Sure. You, you just rotate, and so like much even like a not position starting. like running back, not to cut you off, but running back is is a lot like that. Depending on the on the scheme, you might have different guys for different situations. I'm sure. Oh yeah, there's some packages you guys that will uh, you'll roll in there. Oh yeah, yeah. So we would, you know, you don't. I didn't start. Um, but like it'd be like they get a first down and like you're in anyways. So the the, the starter thing is just a title at that point. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. Going into this off season, then for you, what's uh, what's a part of your game you're looking to uh, to elevate, take to the next level? That's going to give you some more uh, some more PT and some more snaps come fall. Um. Well, one thing has always been um, like my flexibility. So that's always that's always been a piece that. Okay. I think it goes for a lot of guys. So that like, but but for me, yeah, that's that's been a big thing. It always has, and um, improving that. And then I've also like, I played maybe I started the year last year at two like seventy five, and but now I'm walking around like two ninety two, and so through okay. through spring ball, like it's been it's been good to be able to play with that and not lose at that weight so that's been something i've been doing so no for sure and i've actually um because we're gonna have a bunch of guys up here this summer in marquette and i'm boys i'm trying to get us a get a yoga instructor to come out and do some do some sessions with the team because i think that'd be uh that'd be a sweet piece too. come on uh, i need it all add, right that's what I'm, I'm, saying. I'm the most flexible person on the team i could i, I could book it right now i disagree i could book it right I now i disagree Ty. I, think I, I think i got you you right. got some gym so you guys right. know you guys know like you guys know like in uh like middle school like high school you do like a seated reach test yeah, my muscles oh, yeah. too big for that. Everything uh, okay. else. Oh no. Okay. Okay. So, um, seated reach. I was the top of my class every year doing that. Like the little, like you, you put you put your legs out and you go like this. That was just that was always like my best thing. I don't know. I can just, touch like, some weird little like talent I have. I guess I can I touch know. the ground with my hands standing up with my palms. Yeah, me too. Let me see. Want to see? Do it right that's, now. That's, In and that's out. Here we go. <laughs> I can go under my feet. I can go like this. No bend. Come on, I'm right there with you. No bend. No bend. Man, we're both flexible on, guys. Man.
flexible guys. Come on, dap it up. We got after we after we after we argue it out, we dap it up yeah, here. We dap it up. Jack, me boy. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? You've been there for a COVID year and you've been there for a regular season. What's the biggest difference that you see coming out of your first spring ball and coming out of this spring ball for not only yourself, but for the team? Uh, one thing you talked about, like, I think it was, maybe it was Kobe talking about it, but, um, one thing that was like different or like, it, it was cool was like the hotel and the traveling aspect is like, for sure. it's just different. You don't have that when you're at the building every day, like you're in the locker room, which is cool. But like when you're uh, traveling, you have hotel, uh, assignments and you're with different guys, that aspect is, is super fun. And then actually having to perform to where, you know, print. But like the game is putting it on the line, so it's just cool in that way. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Uh, now you talked a little bit about what you're up to this off season and what you're doing to get yourself on the field more, get yourself some more opportunities as a program. What does that look like for you guys uh, heading into the summer in Allendale for you guys? What uh, are you guys around each other a lot? I'd imagine. What does that look like for you guys? Um, so yeah, we just wrapped up spring ball as most like, programs did, I think like yep. two weeks ago, give or take. And, um, so now we're on like a summer break. So I'm back home guys, guys t- stay up there and work jobs. It, it really depends on what you want to do, what your, your leasing situation looks like where you're living. But, um, the whole, I know the whole team will return, um, late June to get, uh, going on like the summer conditioning test and then, um, back into summer workouts and stuff like that. I got you. So now, Jack, I got a theoretical situation for you. All right. You're getting drafted for sure. Like, you know, you're probably, let's say top five, right? You're going to the draft, right? I imagine you're going to the draft. You're showing up. Sure. Okay. Say you're going to the draft. What is the fit looking like for you going across the stage? Go to fit on draft night on the spot. What do you, what is the, uh, what is the go to? You playing it down? You playing it cool? Are you flashy with it? Nah, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson's fit was pretty cool, but and I've seen some I've seen some cool ones, but I've also seen some whack ones, like you know, different ones. But I'm not I'm not I'm not playing it off. I I'd, I'd probably go base suit and I'd probably rent it too, just to <laughs> save money. That's awesome. That's uh, we're because we're gonna talk later about who had the best fit on uh, on draft night. Was is Hutch a, a, a contender for the top fit for you? Yeah, his was pretty cool with like the inner lining and stuff. He yeah. had uh, he had the. Uh, I think he had a cool watch on and, and maybe something else. I don't know. Different people had some uh, pretty cool jewelry, though. Yeah, I feel you, brother. I feel you. Hey, so, Jack, I got a question for you. This is uh, Jimmy over here. Um, yeah, go ahead. So, I'm sure you guys got your schedule. What's the one game you're, like, most looking forward to this year? Uh, I mean, probably any answer other than Ferris would be wrong. Yeah, but... <laughs> that's what I was expecting. <laughs> that's what I was expecting. For sure. No, that, yeah, that's respectable, dude. Especially after the games that uh, – or the game – yeah, two games. I forget because playoffs and then actually the regular season, which uh, you guys hosted them. But that'll be at Ferris in the regular season this year, correct? Yeah, yeah. So get to go into their house coming off of their, their national championship, their undefeated season, and potentially, uh, you know, dethrone the the champs. That'll be, that'll be an exciting one, I guess. Um, another thing I wanted to ask you was you're, we're watching the draft right now. And you're coming from a program that has produced some draft talent at Grand Valley. Now, I'd have to assume that you're playing with some guys right now you think could make that jump. Do you look around when you're playing on that D-line like, this dude's legit. Like, he's a player. He's an athlete. Like, you could actually see these guys making that transition and that jump to the next level? Um. Yeah, everyone would like to think so. Um, like, 
it depends. We we definitely had some guys next year. Who knows as we go um, moving on what what guys are trying to do with different you know job opportunities and stuff like that. I know we had last year two guys that are you know they they're who knows in those later rounds, but they're probably you know not expecting to hear their name called. Yeah. They're just looking for that that call afterwards. And you know, there's two guys from the D line room, Dennis Johnson, and then Jake Lava, defensive end and defensive tackle who. Um, they were solid. They're, they're older guys and they're both freak shows athletically. And, um, they're, uh, they're definitely, I mean, they're, they're hoping for that call, but, uh, outside of D line, there's like, uh, our tackle, I think. Well, I mean, that's what, that's what people say is, you know, that Quentin Barrow, our tackle, he was ugly act, mm-hmm. um, 77 and dude is, I mean, the largest human I've ever been around. He's, I, <laughs> you put him in cleats and a helmet and he's probably six, eight and, <laughs> I know last summer he weighed like 340. I don't know what he weighs now, but um, he's he's a yeah, dude's huge. So he's I think I think he he could definitely be one to go for sure. I got you. That is wild, dude. That's I mean that's like when you see I guess the sport for me always is like hockey players, right? Like hockey players put the skates on, they put the pads on, like the big pants and everything, and these guys like these guys look massive. And they come off the ice, and you're like, I was watching a different team. Like that ain't the right, that ain't the same team. But I'm yeah. that big though. Like there's no, there's no drop off, right? Like he, he's still that that same dude in the weight room and and all around. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Um, who's the guy? Speaking of weight room, who's the guy on the team that uh, like is your weight room guy? Like who just puts up absolutely insane numbers? Do you have one of those guys that stands out at GV? Um, it really would have been uh, like last year. It was it was Dennis to where like he's like four fifty on bench. Like it just like. <laughs> It was just – it looks so natural. Like, that's just how he looks when he's squatting or doing whatever. He's a freak, and you can – you know, I'll see him box jump. I don't even know what, but um, stuff like that. And there's also – you know, there's also kids uh, – a kid in my grade, Elias Valdez, who's another defensive tackle with me. Gotcha. He, he's always trying to – I think he just – he squatted like six. He's, he's just like got um, – he may not be Dennis where he has a, a certain high number, but like all of these deadlift six, squat six, like different – all high. He's a big weight room dude. Yeah, no, I feel you. Now, um, Grand Valley, a little bit different in Northern than the fact you guys are what, over 25,000? How big is Grand Valley total? Like undergrad, I guess. It it might be around there. It might be 22. Okay. I could be thinking of a different number, but it's somewhere in there. Yeah. Now, do you feel like the energy on that campus, and I don't know how many like times, I'm sure you've been to, because uh, you're from around the Lansing area, so I'm sure you've been to like, a couple Michigan State tailgates, I'd imagine, right? Yeah. For sure. So now the energy on campus on Grand Valley, obviously you're not tailgating the games. Like you're going, you're getting ready to play. But like that energy yeah. on campus, I imagine is pretty close to like a D1 energy of like people getting ready to go fill up Lubber Stadium. What is that like? Yeah, it's cool. It, it, um, like when the parking lots are full, like family day, and, yeah. um, different uh, different ones of the Ferris game, the parking lot was uh, full and um, the campus was buzzing. But um, there are certain games, yeah, when, when the weather is uh, iffy, you know, people might not show up as much, but um, or, or or there could be a ton of people in there to start the game. And, you know, we the score could be a difference of 20 and people are bouncing in the second half. So um, it's up there for sure, though, when it's when it's really going like the Ferris or uh, Northwood was another big one where. It is up there for sure. Yeah. So, okay. I need you to verify something for me here. I heard from a source, which was my buddy Drew who plays on Northwood, that 
you guys, okay, when you score, you play, you uh, shot fireworks and then a homecoming night, right? I know that's all, that's all the, it's all games. All game. Yeah. So, okay. I heard from my boy that when you played Northwood, you guys ran out of fireworks. Oh, I don't, I don't know. It, 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 it very well could be true. Cause typically at the <laughs> end of the game, if we win at the end of the game, they'll just shoot them all. Like they send, I think they, all just, they send all the ones that they have left. Um, I'm not, I can, I couldn't verify that, but it no, could you're be locked true. in. You're locked in. I respect it. You're not worried about no fireworks show during the game. No, no, it's cool. But like, you're not, no, no, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, what was, was the final score? That was close. It was close to 70, right? It was, 70. It was it actually 70? It was, they score 70. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Wow. It was 70. So at what point in the That's game, so they got nine points. I'm assuming it was a missed extra point touchdown and a field goal. Jimmy, microphone there. There oh. you go. So <laughs> how did they get nine? Because was there, was there any point where they kicked a field goal? Was what, why would you ever kick a field goal when it's a 70-point game? How did they get nine? Do you remember? I'm not I'm not sure. They might have. I can't. I, I honestly couldn't remember. But I know they, they, they scored on their first drive. And I was like, I was like, oh, like, like, let's go. Like. It's about to, it's actually about to be like a real, like, let's go, like, type of atmosphere in game. But then I, I don't know. I honestly don't even know what happened after that. It just, the gates open, the floodgates open. Escalated quickly. Yeah. That's wild, dude. That is, that's, yeah, wild. Was, I mean, and you guys have the talent bad. to do that. Like, when you played a team like Lindenwood at that first round, and I watched that game, and Lindenwood, who now you know is going out to play at the Division One level, they had. I mean, they call themselves Windenwood, which is a little. It's a little conceited. Like we can agree, right? That's a little. That's a little much. But like they had a solid squad. They were the. Uh, is it the G, uh, GLVC champions? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Yeah, so conference champion coming out of there from a conference that's not as strong, I would say, as our conference, definitely. But still, right. being a conference champion at our level is is a big deal. And for you guys to go out there and you dismantled them, like the score was. Not really indicative to me of the type of game that was. It was a little bit deceiving. Mm-hmm. I felt like you guys just tore them apart, to be honest. Uh, yeah. No, for sure. They they didn't really get much going on offense. They were down. I think they were down to, like, their, you know, they probably limped to get there, like, just, just trying to make it, like, I think they might have been down to, like, their third quarterback who was uh, That's right. who yeah. was a wide receiver. He came in as a quarterback when he got recruited. Um but then he went to wide receiver, and then at that point they needed him for quarterback. And um, their other quarterback was, uh, I think, a Harlan Hill. Is it called the Harlan Hill uh, yeah. like finalist? The Harlan Hill finalist, yeah. like the the D two Heisman type. Yeah. Yeah. So he was solid, but they were just like they were down bad at that point, and, and they <laughs> they had some other playmakers like a tight end, Clint Sig, and yep. Um, yep. That they had some other playmakers, but they just couldn't. They couldn't figure it out with that quarterback. I, yeah, I don't I think the quarterback was uh, that one quarterback. At least was a Harlan Hill candidate. That's awesome. But um, there, yeah, the one they yeah. started the year with. That's wild, dude. Um, but otherwise, Jack, that's that's all I've got for you, brother. I can't say how much we uh, we appreciate you coming on, man. It's been it's, it's, these this time blows by. When we get guys like you on here. It's been fun talking with you. Yeah, it was quick. It was cool, man. I'm uh, glad to be a part of the show, and uh, it's cool to keep listening. So I definitely will be. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Jack Gilchrist, Jack. Thank you so much, brother. You're the best. I'll see you. Yeah, no problem, man. Great conversation with our guy, Jack. Hell of a man. Um, those, those conversations fly by when you get good guests on here, don't they? Like, you really? seriously, we're, we're like 17 minutes into that, 15-some minutes into that, and I'm like, shoot, like, we're, I'm not trying to take all a dude's night. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am. <laughs>
You know, but, if they talking good stuff, man, you might as well let them ramble. No, yeah, he's not a ramble guy too, which is nice because sometimes you get those guys, right? We ain't going. We love everybody we bring on here, so we ain't going. No, we do, nobody. we do, one hundred percent. But it's everybody easy. love everybody. Jack's Jack's just an easy guy to talk to. You we know, appreciate him. That was smooth. A lot of people. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you had, you had a couple uh, guys. Like, you had a couple guys come on and just Kobe. You know, yeah, we yeah. yeah, Kobe knows. All right, fair enough, fair enough. But fellas, uh, draft recap: Day one of the NFL draft, LA hosted this year's draft. It did not disappoint. No, they did Per usual, fact Las Vegas, check: Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Las hosted Vegas. the draft this year. LV, not LA. I'm sorry about that. That's not me. I forgive you. Uh, per usual, the first round didn't look anything like anyone's mock drafts, and I love it. I hate mock drafts. I hate what they've become. Why are we previewing the draft two months in advance? Nobody knows what who's going to pick who. And if you watched, uh, shout out Pat McAfee, his draft uh, spectacular show. They had Chris Ballard on there. They had Cliff Kingsbury on there from the war rooms, their respective teams. Fellas, I don't think the coaches and GMs and the people in the building know who they're picking until the time comes. Right? That's cap. I, I, no, no I, really, I really believe that. I think you have a board. A lot of teams have a board of guys they like, and it just depends on the situation where guys fall. I think today, but, like, the Jaguars, like, we... we or all right, I mean, I say okay, this, top this five, year, this top year, five, sure, maybe you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I heard that the Jaguars really didn't know if they wanted Walker or Hutchinson. But like last year, like why did it take the Jaguars four minutes to send you know what I'm saying Goodell out there to say that they wanted Trevor Lawrence? That's a good question. They knew that. I have no idea. The Jets knew that the Jaguars weren't taking Trevor Lawrence, and mm-hmm. that they were getting, like they know that. Yeah, you know, no, this 100%. year I can say all right. It kind of went all over the place. But you you have an idea of the guy that you want. Yeah, no, 100%. You're right. and um, But for me, for those top picks, it seems like it makes a lot of sense. But as we get down in the draft there, I really think these guys, are just it's very situational-based. And with, especially the one thing we're going to talk about today, too, is the amount of trades that went on. Right, Ty? And I mm-hmm. think when you add the trades into the mix and see what that does to the overall equation, I feel like then we're going to get into some situations where guys start really shaking up the order and you're going to send a lot of these war rooms into like a little bit of a, almost a panic. Not a panic, but like a... We got to make a decision. Oh, shit. Like, we have to do something right now. Like, that happened to the Eagles yesterday. Yeah, 100%. I guarantee Great the example. Eagles, Great the example. Eagles traded up to draft Jamison Williams. Really? You think I so? guarantee it. And then just, yeah, it just didn't work out. The Lions pick, took Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just before. didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, we'll talk about the Lions draft a little bit. They have second overall pick. Lions get the, uh, my audio is peaking here for some reason. The Lions get uh, the hometown kid, Aiden Hutchinson, with uh, the number two overall pick. Then they trade up for Jamison Williams, obviously the wide receiver out of Alabama at pick number 12. They were originally going to have pick number 32. Now they traded away pick number 32, pick number 34, and a fourth round draft pick, if I'm not mistaken, to go up and get Jamison Williams at number 12. Guys, this team is not drafting like a team that needs to rebuild. To me, no. they're drafting like a team who needs weapons for sure. But what team doesn't? And I, like that's that's very exciting for me because that shows that's not the mindset in Detroit right now. You see, <clears throat> Detroit got two of the most exciting positions: like a really good pass rusher and a playmaking wide receiver. And spots they needed. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm the Lions don't have a great defense. I mean, Tyshawn. No, no, no. By, by Tyshawn will no. tell me more about who's on the Lions' defense than I would, but. Again, solid D. It's it's always good. It's always good to add a really good edge rusher, and they got a guy Hutchinson. I was personally surprised they didn't take Thibodeau. As was I. Or Thibodeau, whatever, was I. however you Thibodeau. pronounce it. Right. Thibodeau. Yeah. Yeah, but then I mean, I knew he was going to fall. Uh, I, I love the Jamison Williams pick. I like that a lot. I mean, how do you not like that pick? I mean, it's Jamison Williams. I mean, there's this one round in particular I saw. It was against Georgia. It was it was like a vertical route. He like it was like a stutter kind of. He like <clears throat> he broke it at about like 15 yards. He like stopped and he just 
went. It was like a little hesitation. He just blew by the Georgia defenders, caught the ball in the end zone. Yeah, did they play, play that? Did they play that when he got drafted? I want to say. Um, I, I think, think I so. I think that was like the first clip they showed. Because I mean, that was just like the wild play. And then he's just got mind-boggling speed too. He he came out with a statement. He said he would have broken the record for the forty at the draft if he ran his forty, but he didn't because of the ACL. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He uh, showed you a real life flyer. He yeah. Yeah, Cade, Cade, uh, Cade Manzo, Kobe's little brother. He compared him to Tyreek yesterday. So Cade did. Yeah, no, was, he, was, he ain't Tyreek. That's what he I said. I, yeah, I, I think that was it. Wasn't a horrible comparison, but I, I think there's a, a different kind of guy who'd he more Henry Ruggs. Yeah, that kind of, that sucks so, for Henry Ruggs. He's, to you guys, then who won the draft yesterday? Was there one team that stood out above the rest that really had a solid draft? Was there one team that like? Shit the bed? Like, who for you guys, just looking at the draft yesterday, looking at the picks, who stood out? Who was at the bottom of the totem pole? <clears> my favorite, York? my Baltimore. Baltimore was, like, the, the one team that was, like, okay, wow. These guys really made, like, a... Because I think they, they fleeced the Cardinals. Because, listen, like, uh, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown. They, it seems they got, like it. They got a first-round pick for him, didn't they? Is mm-hmm. that... They got the 23rd pick. Yeah, 23rd I think that um, Marquise Brown is not worth a first-round pick. That's just my opinion. I... Because everyone, everyone's always saying, oh, everyone's like, oh, Lamar never has weapons, he never has any weapons. Like, obviously, they traded him away. Yep. Uh, who's going to be catching balls for Baltimore? Rashad that is a Bateman. great question. Rashad Bateman, yeah. Rashad the kid Bateman from Minnesota. He, I think he's going to have a great career. They got to go out and Devin get Duvernay. They, they got to go out and get receivers. Duvernay. They got to make a move for a receiver. They do still have Mark Andrews. They run the ball. Man's been around yeah. for Dobbins coming back. Gus Edwards coming back. Lamar Jackson still now, got working legs. We were talking. I was on a conversation with someone the other day about, uh, you know, if you had to put money on, which, you know, I'm not talking about gambling here. I'm just saying theoretically, if you had to put money on someone to be the comeback player of the year, I think you had to throw Dobbins into that conversation. Would you agree with that? I think he, as he got more reps and got more experience, he became a utility tool for that Ravens offense. I think he fits in perfectly I don't with think that he scheme. will. Really? Okay, uh, Akers could win it. They got um, too much. Akers, yeah, Akers came back already. Akers, it's over with. But I, I feel like only for what was the playoffs, though, right? Like he... That, I don't think he, he, he played. Count? I think he played like two regular season games too. It did. He yeah. did. He came back like early. So you can't. He can't be in that conversation. I don't. I wouldn't put him in that conversation. And Dobbins, it's too much. It's too much. He won't get enough volume. Okay. Because Lamar still got to run the ball, and Gus Edwards still got to run the ball. And at some point, they have to throw the ball. They do. So, or else Lamar is going to go back to being called a running back. I think Lamar Jackson is definitely leaving Baltimore now, though. Really? He was well, okay, so before, we'll before we before we I didn't even get okay. to get my, okay, go my answer. It, go, for it, go for it. I think the Jets had the best first round of the draft. Fair. Tell me why. You got there was no best corner. It was you know, you couldn't miss with Derek Stingley. I was gonna say Stingley seemed to be or, head and or, shoulders. Or Sauce Gardner. The or Sauce Gardner. Sorry, I feel like yeah. you couldn't miss yeah. with either one. No, that's true. So you got okay, corner one B in the draft. You got wide receiver one in my eyes at pick ten. And then you got a player that truly should have won in the top 10 at, like, pick 26 mm-hmm. in Jermaine Johnson. Mm-hmm. They won the first round. Jets definitely made it, made some big moves, right? Jets were, to me, definitely one of the top teams. Now, uh, I've seen some articles come out about Zach Wilson and how he's looking coming into year two. Um, the funny quote for me was that he has more swag, his teammates say, coming into year two. If you're not watching on YouTube, I just threw up some nasty air quotes because I don't mm-hmm. know – what more swag means is that just a conf- it's just a confidence thing, right? It has to just be a confidence thing. Is that as big of a deal as people are making it out to be? It, yes. it, for sure. Especially like, a quarterback. Every so. day I walk out of practice, swagger. I got the most <laughs> swagger on the field. I'm walking around like I'm untouchable. 
You know, that's the only way to go about it. I love it. That's, I love that's, it. That's the, that's the only way to go about that's it. You, big. You gotta walk in there, head high, shoulders back, like you're the fucking man. Or sorry, like you're the man. Like sorry. Let's <laughs> cut it. We gotta cut the whole thing. Especially, we'll bleep it. We'll bleep it. Especially at quarterback. Quarterback is a confidence <laughs> position. You have to have confidence. You can't play. I simple. It. It's simple. You guys will remind me to go back and do that little. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was just speaking from the <laughs> we heart. Keep Jimmy censored on this. Spe- boy. Speaking from the heart. There. Um, no, it's okay. But um, fell, we'll talk about a little bit of the big trades on draft night that we saw. One of them, I guess, we'll start with it already. Was Hollywood Brown to the Cardinals? He reunites with college quarterback Kyler Murray. Played together at Oklahoma and the Ravens. Like you said, Jimmy, they got Arizona's first round pick in return for Brown. Brown, an uh, interesting thing about him is that he's in the final year of his rookie contract. We've seen this with a lot of players. Uh, Daniel Jones, who we're talking about earlier, is in a very similar situation now that they did not opt to uh, take his fifth-year extension. The Ravens obviously didn't think he was worth keeping around, right? Uh, getting rid of him in that fashion. And uh, him and Lamar were pissed. They were, they were super vocal about it, too. You're shaking your head. What are you shaking your head about? Marquise Brown asked for a trade weeks ago. And they kept it on. They kept it on the low. But that's so not what when, it sounds like. You look at Twitter. He was tweeting, he was tweeting Twitter, like, "I wish mad. I could play with Lamar." He's trying, yeah, he was talking like he wanted to play with Lamar forever. But I mean, sure, he wanted to top. play with Lamar forever. But he didn't like. He didn't like the offensive coordinator. No, we knew that because it went back to the tweet of like, he said something along the lines of, and I'm going to totally butcher this, but why you got soldiers if you ain't even going to use them? Yeah, yeah, you remember that tweet? So he he asked for a trade like weeks ago, <clears throat> you think and so? Lamar, you know. So of is, this course. All, is this all for show then? All of this stuff? No, 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 no. Right Lamar is for sure pissed. Yeah. He wished they didn't trade him, but Marquise Brown asked for a trade. And it, he didn't get on Twitter like, oh my God, why y'all trade me? Y'all so bogus. You know? He just said he wished he could play with Lamar forever. He probably mean it. That's true, but I, I don't know. I guess I kind of see, that, see Kobe, that both ways. How was he in Arizona last night? They got private jets, dude. Private jets. Kobe. They're flying people all over the country, man. What are you talking about? He's been working out with Kyler Murray the whole offseason. Has he? You know that for a fact? You know that for a fact? Come on, man. What, what do you mean, come on? I Kobe. don't know that. I'm not locked, I'm locked in like that. I'm, I'm locked. I know football. I watch football. <laughs> you I watch offseason football? I do this. Yeah, he's also uh, Marquise Brown's Tyshawn's cousin. They're actually really good friends. They call each other all the time. And, uh, yeah, they. that's why Tyshawn knows all that. He's been working out with how, Kyler how, Murray. How do you know that? Come on, bro. I can't reveal my right, secrets. Right, He's been working out with right, Kyler Murray the whole offseason. All right, bro. He was at the uh, Cardinals some draft conspiracy party. Theory, he was know, at their draft party last night. Uh, and I don't care what you say, Kobe. You geez. talking about private jets. <laughs> they didn't they announce got, the trade until the draft. He was. He was already there. You're saying he, you're saying was he, didn't, there. Need he didn't need a jet. <laughs> Baltimore, <laughs> from Baltimore, Maryland to Arizona. Uh, that's, that's probably like a five-hour flight. I mean, it's, that's coast never, to, that's, that's almost it. coast to coast. That is almost coast to coast. You talking about private jets? <laughs> what are you flying in? The Millennium Falcon? <laughs> you uh, talking about private? Come on, man. This was this was something they had up set up long time ago. He knew he was going to Arizona. <laughs> he knew he was going to Arizona. <laughs> oh, that's just something good. they kept on. A, you know, they just wanted that's to make it seem feisty for uh, draft night. That's good. No, I like that. And if that's the case, maybe that'll come out, right? Maybe we'll figure that out because we got a lot of people uh, in the NFL that'll find out information like that. And I'd like to see that if that does come out. Now, the other huge trade right on draft night was A.J. Brown to uh, the Eagles. Four years, $100 million. They've signed him now with 57 guaranteed. A.J. Brown was in a much similar situation to Hollywood Brown in that he was in the last year of his rookie contract. We talked about him last week with Debo Samuel with the likes of uh, Terry McLaurin, excuse me, for the Commanders. I got, it right. I got it right this week. I got yes, it right this week. Let's go. Um, we talked about those guys because they were all in the same draft class entering the last year of their rookie deals, and that's when guys typically get paid, especially if you've been producing like those guys have. Uh, A.J. Brown, he goes to the Eagles. Titans don't feel like holding on to him. 
to me that just screams, we don't think you're worth the money that you're about to get. Poverty with the, franchise. With the, with the exploding market that is the wide receiver culture right now, you poverty franchise. That's what it comes down to, poverty franchise. It's over with. Derrick Henry only got, I say, two, two like, all pro seasons of him left. They okay. could have gave A.J. Brown $100 million. With $57 million guaranteed. I totally agree. That's that. a little bit over half of the contract guaranteed. Yeah. And just, you feel me? Get the rest. Of, they don't have any young players that they have to pay. None. And I guess the one thing about it is that they did it somewhat smart in that right after the trade, they draft Traylon Burks directly afterwards. Who he's not AJ Brown, right? He has not proven himself in this league. We don't know what Traylon Burks is going to be like, but we do know he was a dog in college. You just put a target we on that young man back. He, that is kind of a problem, right? Um, you think about that because that he's now. Whatever his, the start of his career is, it's going to be immediately associated with that trade. And well, AJ Brown does, did this in his first four games, <laughs> and Traylon yeah, Bur- Traylon did. The, yeah, he he didn't amount. And before we say this, the Cardinals are not going to pay Marquise Brown. No. I didn't, I wanted to I wanted to get that out before we. Sh- it's on record now. They're not gonna. He's gonna be a free agent next season. You think so? They still got to pay Kyler Murray. Is Kyler for sure? Is Kyler for sure staying? Kyler said he won't play another game if he doesn't get an extension. He did say that? His agent really inferred it. Inferred it. He, he won't. I'm sorry, Murray, I, did not, I did not hear that, but I'll, I'll take your word for it, though. Game. I'll take your word for it, though. We can bet on it if you want to. I don't know. I don't know. We, could, go, we could do man. it like, no, 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 like, like Skip and Shannon. Do. We could bet uh, Powerade, Waters. Okay, word. Essentials. Word. We'll think about it. I'm betting essentials. I know you play serious about those. Yeah, I'm a lock in on those. <laughs> but uh, let's talk, fellas. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the best dressed on draft night. And uh, we've got the first of the three nominees. Each of us picked one out here. The first of the three, right up on the TV. Hopefully, you guys can uh, you guys can you guys can see them all right there. That we, wait, tell tell us about him. Amar Sauce Gardner. Tell us about Sauce now. Tell us about the fit. All right. So he got on the you feel me the Carolina blue suit. Yep. With the white undershirt. Yep. He clean. The little pen iced out. Never seen it before. My, eyes, my eyes go straight to the chains. My eyes chain. go Saw straight chain. to the chains. He had it for a minute. It's still hard. That's a, that's a hard chain. That's not new. The sauce bottle chain? Is that new? Come on, man. That's dope. Hard. <laughs> hard. Then he got the, you feel me, flawless VVs in his mouth. <laughs> and you can't see his shoes. He's stepping in Christian Louboutin red bottoms. Okay. On, yeah, I, pick, I this is only like good high resolution image I could find here to throw on the on the, on the TV for I'm this. I'm trying to tell you, but sauce was sauced up. That's your guy too, though, right? That's my boy. That's 100 percent your guy. Oh, now, there you go. Okay, now we've got we've got Jimmy's pick for the day here. That's, Jimmy, that's Jimmy's, Jimmy's, Jimmy's pick for the night. J Dub right there. there. Break, break down the fit for J Dub so here. Obviously, Jim. you got the all red suit, and I believe those are some uh, some Jordans on his feet. Those are Louis, Louis, Louis Vuitton. They don't even know what you're talking about. Hey. Those are, those are Louis Vuitton. Those again. are Louis Vuitton. Take the, yeah, shade, take, the shades, take the shades down. There okay, we go. Give okay. it a peek. Pardon me, Tyshawn. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fashionista as you are. <laughs> he locked um, in on football. He locked in on fashion. Here's the thing. He here's does the everything. Thing. I, I'm locked in on the Personally, culture. I liked it because um, <clears throat> the all red pops out. Uh, it's the color of blood. He's here to kill. He's coming He's coming for it all. Correct answer there is that it is the color of D1 yeah. rejects, but I was going to say it's a freebie. Come on. That is a What do you want? Hey, 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 hey. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a little outside the box here. You know, D one redux was the obvious answer. You know, of course. Okay. Okay. Fair. But, fair. Now, yeah. is there? I guess I was going to pose this question to you guys. Is there such thing as too flashy on draft night? Can you can you be too eccentric and too flashy? Garrett Wilson was too flashy. You think so? Right off the bat, so, did you see his suit? 
I did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see it. What is it? That it was probably cost a lot of money. Are you talking about? Wait, is this the one I'm thinking of? It's the mismatched sleeves, yeah. correct? It probably yeah. cost a lot. Wait, wait, of money. pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. I'm curious. Now. I can, I can probably because I missed some of it. Was, it was, I missed some too much. Talk to it about it. Time I pull it up. It was, it was. He had. It, he looked like, like a, like a walking like. Chessboard. A walking chessboard. And then he had on like some big goofy Prada boots. It just, it didn't look nice to me. Okay. He had on pearls instead of a chain. That was a nice switch up. Oh wow. Okay, so we got the, we got it up on the uh, on the screen now. There's you can't see it too well on the. I got to get a better so you guys can see it full screen here. But um, you can see a little bit. It's switched up. He's got like the combat boots on. I don't know exactly what's going on with this. He looks like he's like a break dancer. He's about to like, do like a break dancing <laughs> video or something. I, I I like the outfit. Like it's cool, but like, it, like, I like the, it's just like, it's a little much. it's a little too much. It's too much. But I think me. it's really cool. Of course. You know what I think actually but. might ruin the outfit and bring it down is not the too much. I think the undershirt sells the outfit. I, I'm not rocking with this low cut u neck that he's got going on or whatever that is. I feel like you need the more of the high collared shirt to go with. That. He's rocking pearls. What are those? Yeah, them some pearls. Pearls. Pearls are. We, are. We, mess some, with, we mess with the pearls. Some different. That's different. It is different. And that he, he, you can see by this suit, he's a different individual. Is that is, that's the goal though? I'm assuming, right? When you wear something like that, it's got to be the goal. You want to draw attention to yourself by wearing something like that. Like obviously, he's trying to draw some sort of attention to himself. No, 100. Yeah, so. percent right. He's a much better football player than he is a dresser. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right, man. Some guys, like I said. You know, I guess we 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 asked we answered my question though. Like, you can be indeed too flashy, right? Like that was that was the question we answered. That yeah, um, you can be too flashy for sure. A guy who wasn't too flashy, but I think hit all the right marks, fellas. Let's look on the screen here. Look at that man. You see those glasses? I wanted them to be a line. I wanted to be a line. Are those cardio glasses? He thought he was going to Detroit. He did. He thought he was going to, with them glasses I, alone. You know he what? thought he was going to Detroit. Thibodeau wasn't the only one thought he was going to Detroit. I myself thought he was going to Detroit as well. I thought he was going to I'm Detroit. I'm not mad with the Aiden Hutchinson pick. I'll, I'll talk about it right now. I think for them, that's a no-brainer pick. And I'm a State fan. You know, put that, take that into account. But I think for them, it's a no-brainer pick to get that kid. And he's an absolute beast. He's going to be hopefully a beast with the Lions for years to come. Um, and at, To me, that feels like the no-brainer pick. But there was a large part of me, man, that really wanted this man that's on the television right now to be in the Honolulu Blue Look at this. To me, this is like Dolce Gabbana. This is like black tie event. Like, dude just pulled up. He's the main protagonist in some type of movie. It's a spy movie. He's about to blow the party, but nobody knows it yet because he looks so clean. He could be an eccentric billionaire. He's he's playing the whole role right now. He even got the facial expression down. How do you how do you do how do you do that? He's he's dressing the part. How do you do? He he's not even dressing. The, it's like method acting with this guy. Should he uh, clean? He can do it all. He clean. He and, clean. Uh, so that's that was my pick for best dress. I, to me, Thibodeau rocked it out the park, bro. That red outline was nice. The glasses, fresh cut, the earrings. I don't know the earrings. All of it, man. And to go along it with his uh, very clean get up, um, I a very heartfelt moment yesterday when um the Make a Wish. Uh, kid was like announcing the pick. Oh, that was fantastic. And he totally like him and the Make a Wish kid like like totally like were broing out after. I, I don't Dude, know. The I, it's, energy, it's the little the things, man. Was fantastic. It's the little things. Yeah, you when know? when yeah. When, uh, when he comes up on the stage and he's going to shake Goodell's hand and this kid's loving it and oh, he's freaking out. Yeah. He got and in the picture exactly, yeah, yeah. dude. And, and when they're holding the jersey and Thibodeau, the best thing about that is Thibodeau didn't like brush him off. Oh, he totally, totally reciprocated the same him. energy. Yeah, and totally reciprocated, it. and that was so cool. Those are the things right. you love to see. That's that's a high character, a high character individual. It is, right there. bro. Yeah. It abs- it absolutely is. And yeah. I was I was really excited to see that. Like you said, one of my favorite moments from the draft. And I don't know if did you see the video of uh, of that kid. Wait, first of all, can we go back and say 
Why did Goodell introduce him as? Oh a my god! Kid? Again, that's Why another example. Why did he do that? So uh, off the air, prior to the podcast, we're talking about like our, our opinions on Roger Goodell, and I voiced that I am not a big fan of Roger Goodell for different reasons. Yeah, correct? yeah. But that's just a smaller thing. Like, how are you going to address someone that's probably fighting a terminal illness as the Make a Wish kid? Yeah, that that seems, he says, that seems he says, like a, almost like a parody type uh, thing to say. Yeah, that seems awful. To yeah, me. and he, he said like his what name. What else do you say? But like you, you could say like you could say a representative from the Make a Wish Foundation. Foundation or yeah, a kid. he's yeah, no like representative though. Like, like, okay, representative is the wrong word, but, but he is a part of the Make a Wish. You know what I mean? The word like, Make a Wish kid gets thrown around like when you're playing Fortnite. You're in like in the the, the, the lobby is really easy. Like, you say, oh, it's a Make a Wish lobby. It's like it's kind of like a Derogatory terms for people who are like, Damn, I don't know what kind of lobbies you in. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know what I mean? But like, you know what I mean? I don't know what okay, kind you, of kids you're gaming. You guys know, you guys know the vocabulary I'm trying to use. You no, want to? Okay, all right. I only game with stand up men. All right, bro. And women sometimes. Right, if I'm, I don't I know bro. if I'm playing Warzone. <laughs> scratch that whole scratch. I'm not trying to scratch the whole bit. Uh, but but Kevin Tibbetts at five was a bad pick. Whoa, 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 where are we? What are we? Where are we going with that? Where are we going with that? Where, there's where you got to back that up. You can't just make a make, because make a claim they like because that. because they could have drafted uh, the tackle from NC State at five, okay. and Kayvon Thibodeau would have still been there at seven. Okay, but did they? Uh, okay, they passed up it. on the best lineman in the draft to draft a a lineman that's not as good as him and not as versatile as him. It wasn't a bad pick. But they drafted yeah, in the I wrong order. I don't think order. it's a bad pick at all. Right? Because the, the Panthers don't need a, a, a pass rusher, so they wouldn't have picked Thibodeau. Yeah. The no, Panthers needed an offensive lineman. That's fair. I think that's I think that's fair, actually. Um, but let's talk about, a little bit about uh, Daniel Jones. The Giants are not bringing back Danny Dimes. New York decided to not bring back their QB after the fourth year of his rookie contract. This becomes, like we were saying, it's a basically a prove-it year, right? It's do or die uh, for Danny Dimes in New York. And if he doesn't perform this season – He's gonna see himself go down to a second stringer somewhere in the league, right? There's not like a, oh, there's especially with the quarterback market right now. It's not like oh, you don't perform here, somebody else will pick you up, somebody give you a chance. Right now, quarterback market is cutthroat in the NFL. We've got guys like Baker Mayfield might not be a starting quarterback in the NFL, which blows my mind. We have we have no idea that, that makes no sense to me, but that is the realty of it right now. If that's a word, the reality, not realty. There you go. That is there the reality go. of it right now. I think you that, spell it the same way, but you pronounce it differently. I believe. Real, re, no, no, re, no, there's an extra no I. Reality, no correct. You You're you got correct. It. Yep. You got I was it. Just thinking it in my head. You know? <laughs> um, but, but really, Baker Mayfield <laughs> might not be a starting quarterback in this league. Come, uh, come fall, come season, we don't know what's going on with him. And I think it's very safe to say that Danny Dimes, if he does not perform very well in this last year of his uh, rookie deal, right? Correct. Rookie he'll be, deal, he'll be packing his bags. He'll be packing his bags and, and and fighting to make a roster. I shouldn't say that. Uh, he'll make and he'll, he'll make rosters. He'll be a backup. He'll be a backup. He'll, he'll, it's he'll make kinda, a roster on yeah. a bad team that has to switch quarterbacks yep, at the end of exactly. the year. It kinda, exactly. This kind of this whole Daniel Jones thing kind of just screams Mitch Trubisky to me. Like he just right. had, yeah. he That's was just going to turn. His he team. was very, he was very, he was like having like a wavering career as a starter. Nothing, never had like anything where it's like, okay, wow, let's pay this guy, let's make him our franchise quarterback. But not like a guy where you're like, okay, he can't play. Like Daniel Jones and Mitch Trubisky are both like below average NFL quarterbacks, but like but Mitch couldn't you, play though. See, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Bisky was terrible. <laughs> he had the third highest quarterback rating in 2018. QBR is such a skewed okay, stat. All right, all right. I'm just saying. I, I, what did I just say? I just said Mr. Trubisky's a blow average quarterback. I, I, that's all I said. Garbage. So for me, looking at this now, I think personally this is a win-win for New York because if Jones balls out, Right, they can decide to put him on a franchise tag for the next year and keep him around at least while they figure out what the hell was going on in New York. Because I don't think they have any idea what's going on right now. And if he plays terrible, 
They don't have to pay them another year. They look, they look like geniuses to me either way, right? There's a way. There's a way out of them. I think in either either end of this situation is this like the first time in a while that we've seen the Giants have made some competent moves as far as uh, their signing of their players. I mean, you draft them in the first round, so you can't necessarily not give them that shot. I don't think yeah. Danny Don. But he, I don't think the Danny argument Dunn I guess was that he's been there long enough that. You know like what you he's got had the time. Yeah, exactly. You ha- he's had the time to prove himself, and you know exactly, like you said, you know what you're getting from this guy, and you don't see the product of his play improving enough to warrant a new contract, basically, like right? Daniel Jones, he would have been great for the uh, 2018 Chicago Bears. You think so? You just need a game manager. That's what it, Daniel Jones won't win a game for you. Yeah. Like you a golf? A, you like a golf? A, he's Jared Goff. That, that I, is, that I is take, Daniel Jones. I take Jared, Jared Goff. Goff. I take Jared he Goff. He won't go out and win a game for you. All right. He won't go out and win a game for you, but if you put the right pieces around him and put him in a, you know what I'm saying? He, he's one of those quarterbacks you got to babysit. He's an Alabama quarterback. <laughs> put him around a bunch of other five stars and you make it easy for him. That's what he, he's a, he's a, is, you got to babysit. You say another Alabama quarterback, is that the same category you put a guy like Jalen Hurts in? Is that nah, something Jaylen I was going to say? Jalen Hurts can make some plays. Some? He he can. I he feel can, like he makes a lot of plays. Jalen Jalen Hurts. He got he got to improve as a. Passer, I think he, you know? I think he's criminally underrated. I, I think he's underrated too, but he still got to improve as. You a know who looked really him. happy was AJ Brown to see that he was going to play uh, with Hurts. You see that? Did you guys see that Facetime call? Ryan that Tannehill was, is garbage. That was hilarious. Yeah. Well, and Brown, like you said, Brown has you know not had really many chances. How many catches did he have per game? He was a little banged up last year. I, I think it's a like in his career, like a handful of games where he had over like seven or eight. Targets, which is wild for the, the the athlete that he is. Yeah, he AJ Brown's a really special player, and they they got he has to get the ball more. It's plain and simple. Oh, uh, how about Philly? Like they're gonna, I think they're gonna win that division. I, no. I think. Oh, uh, no, I don't know, no. dude. The I, division okay. is competent. I like, I like Philly. Competent I like Philly a lot. Actually. I like Philly a lot this year. I think Jalen. It's a proven. Sure. It's a definitely a proven year for Jalen Hurts. Let's not forget they made the playoffs last year. They made the playoffs last year. It, com- it comes down to. It comes down to. Quarterback play in that division, and Dak Prescott yep. is still miles and miles ahead of Jalen Hurts. Can can Carson Wentz come back I and think, actually be a competent okay. Carson quarterback? Wentz with the sucks. Is he, is Carson he Wentz com- sucks. He's what? horrible. <laughs> Carson Wentz is horrible at playing quarterback. It, like the, that that is Washington. That's the worst acquisition of the offseason. The worst acquisition of the offseason was Carson it, we Wentz. It, we get it. The worst. You think so? I cannot say enough about how much I. Do not think Carson Wentz is good at football. I just like I'm not a fan of this. Simple. Do you watch Hard Knocks? Yeah, I watch a bit of Hard Knocks. I haven't, uh, but I did not watch the I did not watch the, when, the midseason one. When though. you I watch Hard that. Knocks, I see that. Like it makes every player seem like a good player. I, so see, I'm saying you this, and I didn't watch it. it I didn't watch it. Doesn't make Carson Wentz look like a good football player. <laughs> when you watch Hard Knocks, it makes you a fan of that team and in those players. Yeah, like but I it wanted didn't do to see that with Dak Prescott no, succeed this year. Yeah. I watched it, like you watch Carson Wentz. He's a he's a he's a great man. He's not a good man. He's a great man. Okay, he is a terrible <laughs> NFL quarterback. And it, this will be the last time he he goes into Week One as a starter in his Dude, career. He, he can't move. Let's talk about a guy that uh, may be fighting for one of those spots. A guy that's been around the league. Let's look on the other side. I guess the the downside of the Giants roster. You know who else they have a quarterback? Tyshawn? Ooh. New York Giants. Tyrod Taylor. Ooh. Tyrod Taylor okay. is on the roster in um, New York right now, but um, still that. with Tyrod, a competent backup. We've seen him. We've seen, more importantly, I think, the 
the, I don't even know if like the right word, like the offspring of Tyrod Taylor, the guys that was started underneath him, guys like Herbert, guys like Baker, right? Those guys Davis have gone on to do crazy things. Uh, Lamar Jackson too, right? Yeah, he, he, he was, no, here, he was, he was there like the, yeah, year bef- the year before Lamar got there. But, but Tyrod Taylor is an established guy in this league that's went and won games. He's a guy that's respected in a lot of locker rooms around the league, right? For oh, me, yeah. that's super important. Yeah. And I guess it, it's it's a security blanket for the Giants. What I'm trying to say is they'd have a competent guy in that locker room that's probably well-respected, a vet at this point. This guy's been in the league for a while. He's a veteran at this point. He's probably being paid close to vet men um, just oh, to keep yeah. him around. But. Yeah. Um, I was still surprised they didn't go QB with either pick five or pick seven. I guess that just speaks to what they thought the talent level of those quarterbacks was, right? Yeah, for sure. Because the first quarterback didn't go to a pick 20. Exactly. So it, it, it seems like a smart move then because if they would have gone and grabbed a quarterback at, at pick five or pick seven and then another one didn't go off the board for another, like, and then, you know, uh, 10, 15 picks, like, they would have looked real dumb for that. But A quarterback know. didn't go in round two. And Nothing. In the first still, three Malik picks, Willis is still on the board. Yeah, in the first three picks, wow. the quarterback is not gone. Wow. That is wild. They're, they're further than three picks in now, dude. I don't in know. In the how. second round or in the third round. Oh, third round. Three picks was in the third round. Oh, okay. Three, I was going to say, second round gone. should be over by now. Yeah, the second round over. Silly yeah. goose. Lions took a defensive end from Kentucky. Yeah, never heard of him. And uh, what's his name was still on the board. Nicobe Dean was still on the board. Nicobe Dean is 5'11". Okay, but I don't care. People Size were talking, to, people were talking about this sports. guy like he was going to be a lot. Like when the Lions were supposed to have the 32nd overall pick, people were talking like, don't count on Kobe Dean because he's not going to be there at 32. You don't pick a, a, and now si- we're, you don't but, pick a situational player in the first round. He's he's not a situation. He's an every down player. No, he's not. Uh, really? No, he's not. I'm just like, I'm getting tired of these takes from Tyshawn. Like, listen, bro. <laughs> Nicobe Dean, like, listen, I don't care if he's 5'11". <laughs> Like, in my opinion, size is the most overrated aspect of sports. I, I truly believe that. Not when you play middle linebacker. Right, okay. okay. Like, Jimmy, All right. All right. go watch film. I will, like, oh, oh, believe me. I saw, I saw the Kobe Dean's film. He's, he's an incredible player. And I, watch him in the run game. We're, okay. I want him. Right. I want him, Watch man. him in the run game. All right. I want him. He All will right. be a third down linebacker. One that can, that can pass rusher. You can send him on a blitz. He cannot play in early downs. Really? He's too little. He's going to get washed in the run game. What does he's he weigh? You know what he weighs? Off the top of your head? Like 220. I'm going to pull it up. 230. He's 5'11". He's little. He's a little. Like he, 220. That's, he, that's pretty. Yeah. I mean, Nicobe Dean in real life could play safety. Well, I think that's a testament to the athlete. I just say, he's, he I say the athlete he is. That's what I was even that, say. he didn't even test. So they don't know truly how good of an athlete he is. He didn't test. No, he didn't test. I did not know six, that. Six foot, 225. Do you think... He's not six foot. He is 5'11". So, hold on. It says six feet. Do you I, think... I, when, you I, say, I when you say he didn't test, was he not at the combine? He didn't test at the combine. So I, I, didn't I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that. So, why would he not do that? That's a good question. I guess he was hurt. Okay. So, that's got to be a huge reason then if guys can't get to see him perform at those type of environments that he would drop so far, I'd imagine, right? You didn't watch Jamison Williams testing. He went at 12. I like the combines. I mean, it's important, but at the same time, like, what are you going to see at the combine? You can't see on film like, uh, of like a thirty year, thirty game career of someone in college. You know how I mean? truly fast somebody is. Okay, but I mean, I'd rather just watch film and see how good they are, how fast they are. You know what I mean, right. like, college, it's, it's one day at the combine. You, you, that, what do they run? Two or three forties? And you watch film and you watch them get washed in the run game. So when we're, when we're sitting here in December and Kobe Dean's about to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, we're going to come back to this. Wow. I can guarantee wow. anything. Kobe Dean is not. Kobe Dean won't play on first and second down. All right. 
let alone win defensive rookie of the year. I see your point. Like, I see your point. I'm, I'm not ignoring you. I see the point, and I understand, like, that's the type of guy maybe that someone wants him to be. But I think, I just, I, for me, I think, why not? He's and a, you say he his size, is a problem. But I he's think, a problem. I think he's a guy, when you look at his film, and I have seen some of his tape, he's a guy that can go sideline to sideline, which is super valuable at this level. For sure. Because NFL's all about speed. Kobe Dean is a bad player. But it's just like, how many teams do you play where a punishing run game has been the focal point of their offense? That just We've gotten away from that so at this much. Point, and not, the defense not, has to mirror about, that. It's not, it's not about being a punishing run game where you run it down people's throat. But teams establish a run game. Even the Buffalo no, Bills sure. and the Kansas City Chiefs. They do. They would run all over Nicobe Dean. He's too small. Interesting. For an offensive guard. No, yeah. Or a I, center I to be running at you. And he can't play outside linebacker. He'll get washed out there, too. Well, the outside linebacker part two is where the height comes in to be, you know I think, even more of a factor. Right? You talk about coming off the edge and getting hands in passing lanes and dropping back and being able to fill space. I think he's a you phenomenal guys see, football player. You guys player. can see the wingspan you feel on you the YouTube right now. Are you are you familiar with uh, someone by the name of Mike Singletary, by chance, Tyshawn? Mike Singletary? Yeah. Mike Singletary I've played heard of him. in I've the heard 1980s. So the, the first bout <laughs> Hall of, the first bout Hall of Fame linebacker from the Chicago Bears, <laughs> one of the greatest linebackers to ever play the game, is five foot eleven. You're you're comparing Mike Singletary to Nicobe Dean. No, that is yes, not the no, 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 no. I was using he's height. I was using yeah. height as the example here. You're 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 over analyzing this this guy's height and his size. Look like, at the physical freaks that we have in the yeah, NFL today. All right. All right. I see both sides. I see both sides of that. And we could probably we could probably go on uh for excuse me for a while with that one, but yeah. fella got <laughs> saved by his D line. Nicole D oh got saved by his D line. And that, that Georgia team, man, they it was like watching the the, the 20, 2018, 2019LC. Five was defensive yeah. players drafted it in the first wild. round and he wasn't one it of them. It was wild. Yeah, they picked his buddy. He wasn't. He wasn't one of those. Two, two linebackers, right? They picked two linebackers. Another linebacker on his team. Does um does does where you get drafted translate to how good you do in the league? Like no probability. It's a probability. No, oh, of course. Statistically, more first rounders are gonna have better careers than guys later. But does that mean that Nicobe Dean's not gonna have this great career? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. You're right. Here's the thing. Let me let me backtrack a little bit. Do I personally think he's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year? I wouldn't. He wouldn't be my pick. But would I be surprised if he does? Absolutely not, because he's a really good player. Fair. I think a guy like Derek Singley, someone like Derek Singley, uh, Jermaine Johnson, uh, all these guys are these just freaks on defense. I well, think we have there's, there's a lot of guys that could win it. You know, to me, we had three big name defensive ends go in that top, <clears throat> you know, that top seven picks, and yeah. like the first four were all defensive guys. Yeah, the first. I'm just talking about defense, strictly defensive ends. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and that to me is a position right now in the NFL that is very flashy. If you can get after the quarterback, one, you're going to make a lot of money. Two, you're going to make a lot of headlines. And for me, those are two things that help move the ticker as far as uh, defensive like rookie of the year, right, or defensive player of the year even for that matter. Um, and I would not be surprised to see, whether it be Walker, whether it be Hutch, whether it be Thibodeau, to see one of those guys just break out, have a good stretch. When you're, when you're playing that position, I feel like you don't even – I shouldn't say you don't even have a good season, but if you go on a tear – for for six to seven games and still produce in that second half of the season, yeah. you can go ahead and win an award like that. You can almost be locked up for an award like that for sure. So I, that might just be the position. I don't know, but um, I think uh, that's that's about all we've got for uh, for today's pod, fellas. I might take off the. Uh, woo! Uh, and that's a whole different dude. Not, it's a whole different it's world. A whole different world. It really I think is. you know the sunglasses might might become a reoccurring theme. I can't even lie. Uh, to you. They might have to. I felt really good in the sunglasses I felt, today. I felt. At home. I, I mean, can't even lie to you. I felt... Uh, and you know what? We look good in them, too. You know what? We do look good yeah. in them. No, I'm, I'm putting we, them back. You putting I'm them back on? Yeah, yeah. 
Go ahead. It just feels weird now. Put them back on. It feels it feels like comfortable oh, without them. Much better. Look at much that. Better, yeah. Throw them back <laughs> on. Give the people what they want. Oh yeah, fellas, it's oh, been yeah. real. Um, if you have made it this far, we appreciate you. We hey, appreciate shout out, you shout a lot. My, man. Shout out my mom and dad. Shout out my sister. Shout out Scooter, my dog, Golden Retriever. Shout out all. She just man. turned eleven this week. Ty, props to Scooter. Shout out to Kobe Dean. Shout out to Kobe Dean. Shout out my granny. Shout out. Granny, if you listen, I'm coming to see you soon. But if you're not listening, you won't know. <laughs> so I know if you know that I'm coming to see you or not. That's awesome. But as always, uh, you can watch us on YouTube. If you have, thanks for tuning in. We had a really fun one today, fellas, and it's been fantastic. The, uh, the, the quality of our conversations, the quality of our episodes is only going to increase from here on out. So we appreciate you all with stick- sticking with us. Uh, if you do enjoy what you listen to, damn, just tell somebody about us, man. Tell upwards, somebody about it. Upward show, show trajectory. It, show, it, show it. Upward trajectory. Upward trajectory. You see this? I see, see it. Do you want? Let me get another angle. Division one rejects is like a stock right now. This is going to keep going up. And, and you up, better and up, get and up and on and right and up, now. And up, now when we got up, uh, up, Jimmy Martin comparing to Kobe Dean to Mike. Okay. Singer. All right. We'll leave it. We'll no, leave it. No, we'll leave it. No, that's it. That's it. Division God, one rejects. God, Check God. us out. Spotify. Oh, you can watch God. us on there. Apple Podcasts. The YouTube. Same you know the where. Same Twitter. Instagram. Thank you, everyone. Have a great weekend. Devil's Advocate. Signing out.